Good morning, it's the Workers Beat. I'm Gene Lance and the beautiful redhead. Bonnie Mathias, good morning. Good morning, good morning. It's a beautiful day. She's over there broadcasting on Facebook Live. I am. And we like to start off the Workers Beat where we talk about everything from the point of view of working people. It's such a different point of view than what you hear on the news. You well, know? we start off with things you can do. There are women's marches all over the country. And I can't find one here. <laughs> so if you know about one, call us at 972-647-1893. The women are on the march because they're going to win the election. Amen. Today is October 17th at 11 o'clock today. The Dallas AFL-CIO will be phone banking as we often do. Contact me, genelance.org, and I'll put you on to it. Awesome. Uh, October the 19th and every Monday at 5 p.m., live at 5 on Texas AFL-CIO Facebook. That's a little short version of what Bonnie and I do. Yeah, it's really Talk about cool. things from the point of view of working people. Yes. October the 20th is the anniversary of the tornado hitting this station and tearing up our old and studio. Tore up the city. We still have many, many homes in this city that are uninhabitable. The AFL-CIO will be phone banking on the 20th, the 22nd, and the 27th and the 28th and the 29th. October the 23rd from 11 o'clock, there will be a statewide Zoom rally for seniors for Biden. This is something right. the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is doing. And they're going to have Becky Moeller on. <sighs> Becky Moeller was a was once the the president of the Texas AFL-CIO. The one and, and only woman president of the Texas AFL-CIO, I might add. And she's very, very popular yes, in the labor is. movement. She's so she's strong. she's going to be there at that. And what time is that? Uh, that's at 11 o'clock in the morning on October the 23rd. Okay. October 23rd is also the last day to get in your applications for vote-by-mail ballots. So people who think they... They, that the train has already passed them. It hasn't passed. Nope. You can still get an application to yes. vote by mail and get it in by the 23rd, and then you can vote by mail for the rest of the year. And it's a good thing. Of course, November the 3rd will be Election Day. November the 30th will be the last day of early voting. No, October the 30th. Did I say November? You did. <laughs> okay, October the 30th yes. will be the last day of early voting, and yes. it's been stupendous so far. Oh, my all That's over it. the country, you, all over the country. You were at the rally on the first day of early voting. I, I was. We had what about thirty people out there, I think, and you know, uh, we had at the signs. Dallas County Courthouse. Yes, uh, Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. We had folks from the AFL. We had APWU, the uh, American Postal Workers Union, and I got to tell you, I am so proud of the Postal Workers Union and the National Association of Letter Carriers because they are working so hard to make sure that every single piece of mail, including your ballot, is delivered on time and properly. So they're doing a great job. Yes. And they're also, um, what do they call them? They're in, in danger. The yes. kind of workers that are going to work even though they're in yes, danger. They're, yes. Just imagine being a letter carrier going from house to house Knowing that some of those houses got COVID. Yeah. 
Yep. And you have to be very, very careful. Yes, you do. Well, it's a it's a tough time. The AFL-CIO is getting help from the bricklayers in Oklahoma. What? Congratulations to the bricklayers in Oklahoma because they recognized how important Dallas is in this election, and so they 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 started uh, uh, sending their volunteers to help in with the effort in Dallas. That's get, pretty awesome. You know that? Yeah. See, that's the, how come labor, you have to be with labor because we're doing this. The last uh, the last week, uh, Dallas AFL-CIO sent out 10,000 pieces of mail, made thousands of calls, made tens of thousands of texts. And of course, our digital work is uh, is thriving. We have at least one video a day on our Facebook page and one video a day on our Twitter feed, thanks to me. And Thank you, Gene. And, uh, and of course, Bonnie and I on the radio, are, yeah. we're pushing for the uh, labor movement. Absolutely. And there's a very good reason for this. Now, now, a lot of people I know are working for this or that candidate or this or that cause. And, and I, I congratulate them because they're doing something. And yes. a lot of people that are not doing something should, should take, be doing something. They should learn, learn a lesson. Yes. But in my opinion, and I want to state this opinion very unequivocally, that building the labor movement is the most important thing you can do. Because it's not just a matter of what happens on November the 3rd. The question is, what are you going to do on November the 4th? If you haven't built something democratic and strong that can stand up to the anti-democratic forces, yeah. then uh, then the elections come and go. The candidates come and go. The causes come and go. But the labor movement is the core of the progressive movement, and that's why I always try to get people to work for the labor movement and uh, to improve the labor movement and to make it better and to make it stronger. Because together we all rise. Yeah, there is a way for everybody to join the labor movement, and that is uh, uh, work, Working work, America. Working America. You can yeah. go to workingamerica.org and sign up, and then you're, you're officially a member of the labor movement. Yes, because they're, they're under the umbrella of AFL-CIO. Yeah, that's part of the, of the labor federation, the labor AFL-CIO. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy time for labor, though. We had a meeting on, when, on Thursday night. It amazes me how much people have to put up with. The union officers are spending all their time answering questions because people are calling, I don't want to go to work because I'm, I'm afraid I'll die. Another person calls and says, I've got to go to work because if I don't go to work, I'm going to die. And so it's a matter of life and death. For real. And, uh, and there are people going, going every which way. It's not like they're all calling for the same thing. Yep. They're going in different directions. And, uh, and the labor... People are representing them. And I will say this for the labor people. We've had a lot fewer deaths, yes. as we always do. Uh, dying comes with working in America. Unfortunately. It's very dangerous to, to have a job in America because they don't take care of you. It's really dangerous in the, Texas. Uh, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration is supposed to uh, provide for worker safety, but they have never had the money that they needed. They've never had the inspectors that they needed. And they've lost additional and funding under uh, under uh, T. Rump. Under under Trump, they have lost a lot of the funding that they desperately needed when they needed it the most. That's right. So OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, is not really taking care of people. The employers are not taking care of people. They're saying, go to work. I don't care if you live or die. Go to work to so make me some money. 
And, uh, and so only the people who have unions are getting defended. Yep. And, and even the people that, are getting, that have unions are still in, in great danger. That's right. Everybody's in danger, and uh, there's a great deal of suffering going on. And here's the worst. It's oh, getting worse. It's getting worse. It isn't getting better. It is getting worse. It is. Congratulations to Jacinda Adern. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Jacinda Adern, A-D-E-R-N. You know what she did? No. She won her election in New Zealand (gasps) by a landslide. Oh, I did see that this morning. Congratulations to the prime minister. And they had a single issue. Just Just as they do here. The single issue is, are you trying to take care of your people? She took care of her people, and New Zealand had the lowest, lowest. death rates and the lowest COVID rates of the whole of the whole modern world. And uh, and boy, they they reelected her by a landslide. She's really pretty too. <laughs> she is. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen her. Yeah, she's really pretty. <laughs> so uh, Jacinda Adern. So I guess they'll be celebrating her as they march today. The women yeah, that march, and I'm they'll sure. be remembering. The woman who's, you're wearing her mask today, RGB. RGB. So, uh. We love her. What do you have to say about her, Bonnie? Oh, my gosh. Listen, if you have, if they they made a movie about her life, it's called On the Basis of Sex. They made two movies. Two movies, that's right, they Mm -hmm. did. There's one that's kind of a documentary, Mm -hmm. and the other one is is a drama uh, called On the Basis of Sex. Right. Uh, And it follows her career, her law career. Stood up for women. Oh, my gosh. She was absolutely incredible, and she was this little, tiny woman Mm -hmm. who battled all her life. For women and for uh, poor women, because she wanted to make sure that all women were treated equally. And God love her, she hung on through bouts of cancer and and losing her husband and uh, being frail, but she kept fighting. She kept fighting. Got to give out the phone number, 972-647-1893. You can get your opinions out. To the whole world. The whole world. By calling 972-647-1893. You know, we're not just on the air in nine counties. We're also on the Internet, so you, everybody in the world is listening. Can 972-647-1893. Now, speaking of women. Yes. Did you hear Rena Hone on Thursday night? Yes. What uh, what a job they are doing in the Texas Alliance for... In the well, they're doing Teachers a good Federation, job, too. The Alliance <laughs> AFT. Yes. Alliance American Federation of Teachers yes. is the union for uh, school employees here. It's one of the unions, and it, it represents the most of the school employees. And they are being driven nuts because the government is forcing you know, the children to go to school. They're forcing the parents to take a risk of catching COVID, they're, they're, and they're forcing the school employees to go to work. Of course, a lot of school employees desperately want to go to work because because the economy is so bad. And, and a whole bunch of them they don't have are any quitting other choice. because they can't. They yeah. can't go to work. In Texas, at least a 1,000 teachers have quit, and, that, and that's not counting the ones who retired because right. everybody's trying to get out of the way of this COVID, and it's making, it's making things very, very rough. A lot, of, a lot of parents are just saying, I'm not sending my kids. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, the governor is telling me, yes, you have to. And, but anyway, and Rena, the governor's an idiot. Just in case you wondered, on Thursday the uh, the county judge moved to, moved Dallas back to back red. to red. 
That's right. I think we were orange or yellow we were, or something. We were orange. We had gone, we had dropped down to, to being not quite so contagious. Because the COVID had begun to fall off, now it's picking up again. Yep. So they've made us red again. Yep. And the Alliance AFT, the, the uh, union for school employees, is demanding that the schools stop having face-to-face meetings yeah. and start having uh, virtual training, which they're very, very good at. They've gotten a lot better at yeah. it during this, during, this, during this awful pandemic. So they are saying that at least for the next four weeks, they should be uh, taking care of the children uh, by, not having, by not having physical meetings. So I'm gonna sign off uh, Facebook Live, go to knon.org or 89.3 FM to continue listening. Thank you. 972-647-1893. Good morning, thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Hi. How y'all doing this morning? All Hi. right. Well, it's good like doing that fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> like fine wine, huh? The older yeah, we I get, like- the older we get, the better we are, right? That's you know, right. I, I ain't drunk nothing about 25 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I see all these different kind of beers, different stuff, kind of stuff they got made. I sometimes I want to start making again. It's mm-hmm. crazy, isn't it? There's lots of. I had some pumpkin ale this week. Yeah, you just <laughs> got out at home down in Jeff Pickles open up a, a wine, man, and he got some musket damn wine down there. Mm-hmm. Oh my. When I go back there, I'm going out there and make me a fetish chip to get me a muscadine wine. I love muscadine wine. Oh, oh my goodness. All the last time I have saw a muscadine and a persimmon. Yeah. Ooh, yummy. We, we took note last week that alcohol consumption is up 14% during this pandemic. Well, it, it, I guess it is here. It just stay home. <laughs> can't go no more. That's but right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Might as well stay home and have a cocktail. All right. Like the world is coming up. That's right. All the tickets, all the tickets sold now. But I hope my team make it, but I, but I can't get a ticket to go see them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's a lost man in Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we appreciate, appreciate you calling in. Well, I can't figure out, back in the day when a woman couldn't vote, <laughs> and a woman used to go to a car lot and buy a car or something, the first thing did was for a husband. Now we don't have no husband. That's right. All right. Did you vote already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it now. I'm to fill out my, my, my ballot mail-in. Okay. All right. You're All mail-in. Right. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you, my love. You too. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. This is Renee. I'm on my way home from work. Bonnie, I want to tell you my take on our governor. He is not only an idiot, he's an imbecile. He sits on his brain. So <laughs> the decisions he makes, that's why he makes the decisions he makes. So he's not just an idiot, he's also an imbecile. Thank right. you. Thank you, Renee. You have a wonderful day, sister. Y'all have sister. a blessed day. I love y'all's program. It, it gets me home in a great mood. All when right. I sleep. That's have, excellent. Y'all have a blessed day. Thanks, sweetie. Sleep Bye. well. Bye-bye. Bye. We, we Bye-bye. should be clear on what's going on because she mentioned the governor. It isn't, it isn't just the governor. It's, it's the entire establishment 
of of the employers yes. who want us to go out and make money for them, even if it kills us. Yes. And so uh, that's why that's why they're doing it, and that's also why they're not allowing uh, the bill to get through the Senate that passed last May. There was yeah. a bill called the Heroes Act yeah. that would have given you another twelve hundred. In fact, I think it would have given you two of those checks. That's right, twelve hundred. That's and right. it would have taken care of the unemployment people, so they would have continued to get their their the uh, supplementary. Funds. Supplementary unemployment. That's right. And people would not be hurting the way they are hurting right now. And facing facing evictions and, and utility shutoffs come the first of November. But that bill hit a wall, and the bill the wall's name was Mitch McConnell. Yes, that would be Moscow Mitch. The head of the Senate who just said, No, we're not even going to consider it. And so the Heroes Act has just laid around on the Senate floor, I guess, or yes. under the Senate floor. I'm real. I'm real anxious to see how Amy McGrath does there in Kentucky. But labor has been pushing for for relief. Yes. From this awful pandemic and this awful recession. Terrible. Now they don't think it's a recession. If you're rich, it's not a recession. No, because the, the stock market's doing fine. The stock yeah. market is still going up. So if you're rich, you're great. So if you're not rich, you saw, it's just it's just awful. Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, has rich. almost doubled his net worth during the wow. pandemic. And all of the very, very wealthy have done very, very well during the pandemic and have have uh, greatly increased their net worth. So, While the rest of people can't pay their rent, people can't pay for their medicine. People don't know where their kids are going to get food. Nope. Uh, don't know if they're going to be able to pay the utilities to keep the utilities on. The, the landlords are making all this noise because they want to evict people, and some of them are not able to, right. but a lot of them are still doing it. Yep. And uh, so, so the misery is, uh, is, upon, is, uh, is upon us, and, uh, and, it, in, in the, and the answer is right there. Yeah. They passed the bill in May. The Heroes Act. Uh -huh. So what's going on is that the employers want everybody to go to work, whether they whether they live or die, and and, the, and they want to be protected against lawsuits in case you do get sick. So that's well, that's, why. that's the one reason why they can't pass anything. Because yeah, Mitch McConnell says, "Oh no, you have to you have to protect the employers." Mitch McConnell to, says that that he wants in the bill. That uh, employees would not be able to sue their employers for killing them. Yeah. So if if your employer kills you, you couldn't your family couldn't sue him uh, if Mitch McConnell gets his way. Yeah. If they forced you to go back to work when it wasn't safe and you get sick and die, ah, uh, well, that's just as far as Mitch McConnell's concerned and the rest of the Republicans in the Senate, they really don't care. That's their main issue. That's it. And that's why they won't. That's, that's one. Of, right. That's one of the main reasons why they won't pass anything. Oh, we and have, it's too much money too. And believe it or not, we have to take a break. We'll be we right do. Back. We'll be right back. Seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the station's number. They love it when you call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, yes, I'm calling about mail-in ballots. 
Yes. Uh huh. Is this Bonnie and Jane? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I, I uh, requested a mail-in ballot, and I have received it. Okay, I'm looking over it and everything. Do I have a choice of deciding not to mail it in and vote in person? Do I have the option of uh, either or the other, or because I have already received it, I'm looking through it, do I have to mail it back in, or, or is it optional? It yeah. is optional. You can take your ballot with you to the uh, polling place and surrender it. And they will, there's a process you have to go through, uh, but you can surrender your ballot at the polls mm-hmm. and vote in person. That, that's the catch. Oh. That's the catch. Oh, Just okay. so they'll okay. know that you didn't vote twice, you bring your ballot okay. with you. Yeah. And you hand okay. it to them and okay. say, I'm just going to vote the regular way. Yeah. You can do that. Okay. Yes, you can, but you must okay. take and, it with and, you. Don't forget. Don't, I must take it with yes. me so, so I can surrender it. That's oh, right. If I... If I fill it out and I go to the voting place, can I give it to them and then turn around and walk out? No. No. <laughs> oh, okay. There's only through the mail then. Right. There's only one place in Dallas County where you can take your ballot, and that is at Dallas County Elections Department at 1520 Round Table Road, which is right off of Regal Row and I-35. Oh, okay. That's the only thank place you, you can you. take it. If you don't drop it off there, you can't drop it off nowhere. Okay, so, if I don't drop it off there, I must send it in the mail. Yes. Or surrender yeah. it. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. But if I go to the polling place, I don't. I shouldn't be done filled it out then. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if even if you filled it out, you just have to give. You have to surrender that whole thing. Yeah, you don't need to fill okay. it out. Just give it to them. Yeah. However, okay. Bonnie, yes. do you recommend that he fill it out and mail it? Yeah, you're still good. I would fill it out and mail it. I'd we, get it in the mail right away. we got to move on. There's a guy waiting. Thank Good morning. You. Thanks for thanks for waiting. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, Dean and Bonnie. Hi. Yes. Uh, this is Jeff <laughs> again. Anyway, Mitch McConnell, you're talking about him. Isn't he up for election also? Or yes. No. Yeah, but you can't vote for him. He's he, in Kentucky. He's in Kentucky, and there's a woman named Amy McGrath who is, voted, who is running against him. Mm-hmm. She's doing oh, quite oh, well in the win. polls. I'm not getting my uh, $1,200 like everybody else would and that needs it to pay rent and mortgages and food on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting yeah. a little help. If we could get in. $1,200 don't go far these days. No, it doesn't. But you know what? If you don't have anything, it goes further than what you got. Yep, that's it. Yes, sir. Yes, I got to put some beans and cornbread on the table. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. That's it. Yes, sir. Thank All you. All right, that's what I wanted to know. Thanks so much for calling. Vote for him or not vote for him. <laughs> well, okay. you don't get to unless you live in Kentucky. So. 972-647-1893. The station loves it when you call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Uh, yeah, you're on the air. Okay, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I wanted to let you know a little bit about my experience with surrendering ballots. Uh-huh. Um, I have a senior neighbor, and she I asked her to or you know to request a uh, a mail-in ballot that's usually both in person simply because of COVID and she has some you know, physical problems. So she requested a ballot by mail didn't get one, requested, went over to the uh, elections department and requested one again, and uh, didn't get one. So uh, she was all hot to go vote, you know, first day of voting, and I said, 
when you have to turn in your ballot, your mail-in ballot, if if you're going to vote in person. Otherwise, it could, you know, erase your vote. So she she said, well, I never got it, and she wanted to go vote. And I said, if you want to go to the elections department, I'll go with you. So we went over there and uh, asked to speak to somebody, and they said uh, that she could, you know, go and have, fill out a form at the polling places, and they would send it into the elections department and, uh, you know, cancel that mail-in ballot. But, oh, I uh, see. Right. She also, yeah, she, she made a quote, she made a call earlier that didn't really satisfy me. She said, mm-hmm. and you can ask for a provisional ballot ballot at the polls. And, and you don't want to get a provisional ballot. They say it's as good, but they you shouldn't you know, decide have, later. Yeah, you shouldn't have to yeah. have a I didn't know you had that option that you could fill out a form. Yes, and, there's mm-hmm. a form. Yeah, the lady, the lady at the elections department told me that in early voting, yes. there is a form you can fill out if you haven't received your ballot. Yes. Good. It's a green, then, it's a green they may, form. They may try to give you, uh, yeah, I don't know what the form is, but they may try to give you a provisional ballot in that case, which nobody wants. Mm-hmm. Um, you can refuse. So, you can refuse the yeah. provisional. And the judge, yeah. if the judge is worth their salt at the person, at the polling place, they will, they know the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I still think there may be some misinterpretation, but I will say this. We went back out to the car and in front of the elections department after we were through talking to this nice lady, and she came out and she said, I have a form here at the elections department that you can fill out to say you didn't receive your ballot and we'll take care of it right here. And so Lynn filled out the, filled out this form. The lady made a copy for it and said, turn that in when you vote. Good. So, um, yeah, so I, I think that, in, you know, in early voting, you have the option of filling out this form, but you want to ask for a real ballot. Right. You know, right. on day, day of, you have to bring in your mail-in ballot and surrender it. Right. They so. really would like you to bring that mail-in ballot if you have it. And that would be the easy way. That's yeah. the easiest way to mm-hmm. do it. Um, well, we really appreciate yeah. that information. Yes. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm glad you, you were able my to. We yeah. have such Thanks. intelligent callers that call, call into KM. And I'd like to shout out to Elections Department on that one. That's that's applause. That is not horses running across concrete. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. I want to give this quote from Rena Honey of the uh, Alliance AFT, mm-hmm. the the uh, Education Employees Union. She said, "Quote: We are really pushing for the safety of the kids and for the employees of the district." And of course, she includes the parents in that because absolutely, if you're saving the kids, you're saving the parents. Also, there's a lot of things that you might uh, want to complain about at the elections because because everybody's trying to influence it. And what worries me more than anything else is that people may try to intimidate you. But no matter what kind of complaints you have, there's a number you can call. The Texas AFL-CIO recommends that we call this number. Get your pencil. It's 844-TX-VOTES, 844-TX-V-O-T-E-S. And I'll give you what that turns out to be in numbers. (laughs) It's 844-898-6837. They want to know any kind of problem that you see at the polls. If the... the, 
election judge gives you a hard time or if somebody tries to grab you outside the polls or or harasses you or yells at you or something, you want to report this. That's right. 844-898-6837. It's 844-TX-VOTES. This is the voter protection uh, that the Texas AFL-CIO has for the whole state. I'm so impressed with, uh, with what they've done. We've got poll watchers everywhere. Uh, we've had some issues already, folks. We've had some issues with some, uh, some Republican poll watchers who obviously do not know the rules for poll, poll watchers. Uh, you cannot speak. You cannot have your phone. You cannot get up and get behind a voter. You have to sit and watch. That's it. You are there to watch. If you have an issue you wish to report, you tell the judge, and then you step outside and use your phone. You don't. That's what the poll watchers are. That's the law. That's right. The poll watchers are not supposed to try to influence you. But the orange menace, also known as President Trump, has encouraged a lot of people to go and become poll watchers for his party. And at the same time, he's encouraging white supremacists. He's encouraging men with guns. He's encouraging uh, conspiracy nuts uh, and refusing to disassociate from some of the some of the craziest people in America. David Duke. So some of those crazy people are going to be those poll watchers. And they're there to intimidate or to try to try to influence the election in some way. And the more President Trump loses, and he is losing, oh, yeah. the more desperate they become. And so that's why you need this number, yes. 844-898-6837, in case any of those silly people are doing this. Yeah. And, Bonnie, it's not just, it's not just now. No. Voter suppression has been going on, especially in Texas, mm-hmm. like crazy, Oh for the last gosh. four or five years. Well, and uh, <clears throat> Congresswoman uh, Eddie Bernice Johnson was on uh, Reverend Barnett's show earlier talking about just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Lyndon Baines Johnson, LBJ, gave us the voter, voter protection, uh, the Voting Rights Act, gave us the Civil Rights Act. And now this Supreme Court that we have is gutted gutted the uh, voter suppression uh, voter, and rights voter rights act and it's causing voter suppression all over the country i'm i'm another judge came back and and struck down uh that crazy Abbott's law that's a rule that said you can only have one drop-off location uh, in per county. Mm-hmm. It's been struck down again, but of course they went, they're going to go and find another favorable judge and they get it overruled. So Probably. it's just a right mess. Now, the, right now, uh, the law is that you can have more than one drop-off place. We only had one we in Dallas. We only had one to start with. So. Anyway, in Dallas. <laughs> there was only one here in Dallas yeah. to begin with. And we don't have five million people in in uh, Dallas County like Harris mm-hmm. County does. And frankly, I don't think the drop-off uh, is should be as big an issue. The problem is that Mr. Trump's uh, people have also tried to sabotage the post office. Oh. So then the postal, the guy who, who Mr. Mr. Trump got maneuvered into the heading up the post office, made an announcement saying that that the post office might not deliver your ballots. Uh, And that was clearly voter suppression. They hauled him into Congress and then he denied it all and said, oh, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do all those terrible things. 
But the truth is, they have tried to discredit the post office. And, and here in Texas, you still have plenty of time to just yes. put your ballot in the mail. Uh, I'm so proud of our postal workers here and across the country, because despite all odds against them, they are moving the mail, folks. Mm -hmm. They are moving the mail. The National Association of Letter Carriers mm -hmm. and the uh, American Postal Workers Union are yes. the two biggest unions. That's right. And they're both in the Dallas AFL-CIO. Bonnie and I know them. We know yes. their representatives. Katina was, has been on our show before, and she was at the rally on mm -hmm. Tuesday. It was great. We and, had a blast. Yeah, and Louis Fulbright is the head of the Dallas AFL-CIO. He's an right. APWU. He's a, that's right. He sure is, yeah. So... These are, these are good people, and they're doing the best they can. And uh, just as all union people are, in a storm yes. of created pain and misery. It's up. The pain and misery of the pandemic and the recession is bad enough, <laughs> then we got but the government thing. is after us and making it harder and harder for working people to just Ooh. do their jobs. So, uh, so we're going at it strong anyway. And the number you can call... If you have any kind of anything to report about the, your your election experience, is eight four four TX votes. So you ought to write that down and carry it with you. Eight four four TX votes. Have it in your pocket. That's toll free, so you know it's just. Now the last time I've been checking the polls every day, and the, the lines went down after the second day. Yeah. Uh, we had on the second day we still had a thirty five minute wait in Oak Cliff where I live, Did you? but on the third day there was no wait. There was nobody standing outside. There was still there was still a line inside, but it wasn't that bad. So uh, now's the time to vote. Yep. Between now and October the 30th, I would go and vote because election day, uh, if it's like if it's consistent with the other states, there's going to be long lines yep. on election day. So I would, if I were you, go and vote between now and uh, October the 30th. Well, you can still take advantage of low lines. I think that's an excellent idea, Gene. Yeah. A federal judge ruled that the Trump administration cannot retrieve the stimulus money that went to incarcerated people. They, they, some of them got their $1,200, well, and they're trying to get it back. They're still citizens, There's whether people, they're incarcerated A lot of unemployed not. people in Texas got overpaid or according oh, to according to the unemployment office and they're spending their time and money trying to get that money back while other people are calling and trying to get their unemployment <laughs> as record num numbers of people are getting unemployed and going applying for benefits. Yes. So 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Uh, about the $1,200 stimulus bill that Mm -hmm. They're talking about right now. Yeah, um, I heard that it was like a basically uh, a case where the Republicans uh, uh, steal it from the people because uh, you know, like originally they started out trying to give uh, 1.8 trillion, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's nowhere near that now. Uh, oh yeah, they keep whittling it down. Yeah. yeah, originally it was a 3.4 trillion, now right. it's 1.8 trillion. Right. But the thing is, uh, even though they're going to give uh, $1,200, they're going to uh, take away uh, the money that the uh, Democrats are trying to push for the first responders, mm -hmm. and they're going to give uh, uh, a major tax break, major series of tax breaks to the billionaires. Plus, they're going to take away the uh, 
be earn income tax credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to reduce unemployment down to, uh, I think, $200 uh, a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take away the child care uh, credit. And uh, it's, it's really a bad deal. It is uh, a bad deal. For the people. Yes. It's, well, it's, it's bad for the, for the people. But like most people are going to look at $1,200 and they're going to say, hey, give me that because they need it, you know. Desperate. But uh, it's, yeah, the people are desperate. But it's another uh, trick by the Republicans. And I think we ought to look at that and, and tell our, um, tell most of them are uh, Republicans here in this area. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to get some uh, feedback about that. And, uh, well, I appreciate that. But what do you know about uh, Eddie Bernice Johnson and uh, and Mark Vesey and uh, and uh, all, what's his name, Aldrich? The, the, uh, all Red. All Red. The, uh, the African-American congresspersons, are they on our side on yes. that? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, uh, the Democrats, like I said, started out to uh, give $3.4 trillion. Uh-huh. Uh, the money for the first responders. That's the hero side. Uh, they, yeah. uh-huh. Right. They were not talking about taking the earned income tax credit. They were not talking about reducing uh, unemployment. They right. were they were not talking about uh-huh. uh, taking from the people at first. Right. But uh, now it's something else. Anyway, I'm going to hang up and see what people have to say about it. Appreciate that very much. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Somebody's on the line right now, but they're not they're not ready to talk not yet. Not because we have and, to go to break. And I think they're going to make us take a break. Yeah. We'll be right back. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You can call us, and the station just loves it when you do. And Good. for a two hundred dollar pledge, Gene and I will come to your party and sing. Yeah, and for five hundred five hundred dollar pledge, we will not come to your party and sing. <laughs> Good morning. Thanks for calling K and Win. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. This is Little Popper and Irving. I just was released. I'm on parole currently from prison. And uh, during the time of my incarceration, I... Go ahead, Lou. Yes? Lou, you got cut off. All right. Uh, I, I have the radio on in another room. Oh, okay. Uh, and I th- had my daughter send a stimulus check back to the IRS. Was I, was I, uh, was I right or wrong? Legally, legally, you were right, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm broke, to, broke as a, as, as a uh, Democrat now. Uh, <laughs> well, here's... Uh, you here's know what? what? Call the IRS. They... Here's, wait a minute. Let me, let me read to you what I wrote down from the Washington Post. Now, this was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. A federal judge ruled that the Trump administration cannot retrieve stimulus money that went to incarcerated people and that prisoners can claim... They're $1,200. I got that from the Washington Post. So it sounds to me like you could have kept it. I don't know if you'll ever get it back, but you can sure try. Doesn't hurt to call. Because you need it. Yeah, I, I bet you really need it. Contact the... Excuse me. 
contact the IRS. Well, I might try to contact the IRS. Yes. But that might be uh, like trying to shoot myself in the foot. With no. I don't think so. They're pretty decent folks over there. They really are. They're just trying to follow the law. And the law is that the, that the Trump administration could not make you pay that 1200 back. So uh, you can try to get it. Doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. How's everything else, Lou? Is, uh, is there any jobs? Or are you got any hope of getting a job? Well, I'm retired, sir. So uh, oh. I'm just waiting to get my... Uh, my Social Security reinstated, which won't happen until the end of next month. Okay. I see. Speaking of Social Security, there's a small raise for Social Security. It's 1.3%, which which yeah. the Texas the Alliance for Retired Americans says that's an insult. 1.3%? How much is that? A couple bucks? Well, no, it comes out to $18 Whoa. for the $18 a month. But it's not going to cover inflation by any means. And uh, they don't like the way uh, they don't like the way inflation is figured. In fact, when Bonnie and I leave in five minutes, uh, there's a, I left a recording in which I talked to one of the leaders of the Alliance for Retired Americans in Dallas, and we talked about how uh, older people are being sacrificed in this pandemic and in this recession. Well, they expect you to just get out of the way and die if you that. are old. Because well, they're if cutting if their. If your resistance is high and you're sm- healthy, you won't die. I had well, people, three people die that were my cellmate alongside of me. Oh, God and bless I'm you. still here. And you made it through. Congratulations, Lou. Amen. God bless you. Stay healthy, well, man. A lot of sickness. But did those other three, did they die of COVID or something else? Well, no, I think they had pre existing conditions and they were in poor health. Yeah. I see. Well, I imagine a lot of incarcerated people are in poor health. It ain't good for you being cooped well, up. The way they feed you, you would expect that. And the way they give you stuff you with pharmaceuticals, uh-huh. you would expect it to die from over, over, uh, overconsumption of pharmaceuticals. Are you on parole now, Lou? Yes, sir. I certainly am. So you're on parole, so they will not let you vote until you have finished your paper. But once all of your paper exactly. is gone, you're you're eligible to vote again in Texas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I registered just before I got incarcerated, mm-hmm. and uh, then I was incarcerated. Yeah. Well, they won't. They're not going to let you vote while you're still on parole. Yeah. But once you get no, off no, off of your paper in Texas, no you can vote. As you mentioned, there's no one worthy of a vote. If they had a Green Party or someone who was more for the environment, mm-hmm. I would. But nobody gives a hoot about. How about what we're going to, well, our goldfish bowl is getting full of doo-doo. Now, you don't like any of the candidates anyway, huh? I have no respect for anybody but myself because I try to do the right thing. Good All for right. You. 972-647-1893. Have a good day and stay we safe. We just talked with Lou, who, who wants to know if incarcerated people can keep their $1,200. And according to the Washington Post... During this last week, yes. uh, they can keep their twelve hundred dollars. So, hopefully, uh, the IRS will work with him and give him back his money. The total billionaire wealth is at its highest level ever, according to Forbes magazine. Since the pandemic began, the total wealth held by billionaires over the world has grown by a quarter to over ten trillion. That's trillion with a T. Holy crap. Dollars. That and could pay off the national debt. You know that? Following up, the World Bank announced on Wednesday that its latest estimates show a likely increase of $88 million 
to 115 million people to the ranks of the world's poorest by the end of 2020. Okay. In other words, uh, what they call poor is making less than a dollar and ninety cents a day, not an hour. A day. A day, making less than a ninety million dollars a day, and the number of people who are in that category is going from 703 million up to 729 million. So poverty and misery are arising like crazy, while the billionaires increased their value by 25 percent since the pandemic came. I got that sign on my car again. If the 99% vote, the 1% won't matter. Okay. Uh, Mr. Reich, Robert Reich is publishing a lot of very interesting statistics, and here's one he, he ran that I thought was really cool. More Americans filed for unemployment in 2020 than voted for Trump in 2016. That's kind of funny. <laughs> so it's kind of horrible. That's kind of, that's kind of it's, that even can't be ironic, can yeah. it? Yeah. That's and at the Dallas sad. Morning News and at the Star-Telegram, they're trying to organize, and we wish them the very yes, best of luck. Yes, yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Well, good morning. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Uh, first, I want to send a quick word out of encouragement to Luke that uh, the government sent you that money, and you didn't request it or anything, and so you've done nothing wrong. So I would encourage you to go ahead and, and try to get it back. Good. And that's all the people out there that are going to be voting. You know, we don't know everything as Americans, but one thing I do know, we are not stupid. Amen. And we cannot continue to let the shenanigans and, and all this chaos of Donald Trump continue to cause this mess. And we need to be mindful that uh, we got foreign people like... Uh, uh, some of those uh, terrorism people that still want to do us harm. That's right. But we really need to be the, uh, united and remember that we are the United States. Mm-hmm. Amen. And you recommend everybody get out and vote? Of course. Excellent. And if you don't vote, don't complain. Amen. Well, we want them to vote, and then they can complain. Yeah, that's right. Compl- this, this is a talk show. We need people Once to complain. Once you vote, complain all you want to. <laughs> all right, we appreciate that. We've got to go. Thank you so much. I we have, we have a, a recording that we're going to be playing. Don't call, because we're not going to be here. I have to make a quick shout-out. Happy birthday to my friend William Woods. Uh-oh, we forgot to read this. Uh-oh. You can vote early until October the 30th. For more information on polling places, hours, and what types of IDs are accepted, votetexas.gov. Early voting is available at American Airlines Center in Dallas. Hours are 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a week. Open to all registered voters in Dallas County. 50 voting machines. Free parking in the Lexus garage. Enter on the north side of the building. Drive-through option is available. You can also ride the train to American Airlines Center and vote, vote, vote. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.